episode of fish bites sort of it's eli sussman here your managing editor at fish stripes covering all things miami marlins in ways that nobody else exactly does running that website fishstripes.com every single day new articles for you covering a variety of topics marlins related across social media very proud of what we do on twitter at fish stripes same handle on facebook on instagram where we're this close to getting 1,000 followers. Please help us reach that milestone if you're not already following us there. Even on YouTube and on TikTok, we have accounts as well covering all your different content and entertainment while we still deal with this delayed 2020 season. Now, I say that this is an unconventional episode of Fish Bites because it is pairing with an article series that we've had on the website ever since the season got delayed, reviewing the Marlins Games of the Decade the very best Marlins games from 2010 through 2019. Uh, I picked those years partly out of convenience because Major League Baseball um, has made those full game broadcasts very easily available on YouTube. You can rewatch the vast majority of all those games for free on YouTube that the Marlins have played over the last 10 years. It is a 10-year stretch, though, where the team has been terrible in most cases, mediocre at best, they didn't make the playoffs in any of, the, any of those 10 seasons. They didn't even finish above the 500 mark at all during that entire decade. But the entire premise of the series is to highlight the fact that on individual occasions, baseball, even without a whole lot at stake, has the power to inspire us, to make us deliriously happy, uh, to make us cry, feel these, all these strong emotions by watching these games during the regular season, and that's what we miss most about 2020, heading into a season where the Marlins were unlikely to be contending for the playoffs again. They were expected to be last in the stacked National League East division, yet we were all looking forward to all the individual storylines and all these moments that get created even during um, the most um, unfortunate of seasons. You find these little pockets of joy and inspiration by reviewing the last 10 seasons, I was able to pick out more than a dozen of these games. We've had full articles on the website where I provided some play-by-play throughout the game and uh, highlighted individual moments and then, of course, shared the link to the full game broadcasts just because there's still this big void in all our lives where you don't have any of these other live sporting events going on. People have time to rewatch this type of stuff, and uh, it's been a pleasure to try to bring that to you hours upon hours of games to rewatch. And of course, the wrinkle here is that every single one of these games were Marlins wins. I wanted to condense the experience into a single uh, piece of content. And that piece of content is going to be audio here on an episode of Fish Bites that condenses all these games into one with the excellent play-by-play calls that we've had through the years on TV from Rich Waltz and Tommy Hudson on the radio all these years. Dave Van Horn, Glenn Geffner, and some of these games just the past two seasons with the pairing of Todd Hollinsworth and Paul Severino in the booth. So I want to bring you those like signature play-by-play calls from these games of the decade. You can find the games in their entirety on the website, 
But if you just want the very peak moments of excitement, jubilation, drama packed into a single episode from all those games, then you have tuned in to the right place. We're going to go in chronological order. If you've been following the series on the website, I, I kind of hopped around a little bit. I started with a 2018 game, then went back to 2010 and filled it in in the middle. Um, for the organization purposes of this pod, we're going to put all these games in order. In chronological order, we're, we're going to start, of course, with the games in 2010. First one being June 29th, 2010. That was a game, the Mets versus the Marlins in Puerto Rico. The Marlins were the nominal home team for this game. They fell behind early, and then they rallied in a big way during the middle innings. Final score was 7-6, to six, and on the way, slugging second baseman Dan the Man Ugla pulverized a home run to left field. We would be unable to move it to Sun Sports. Ugla hammers it, left field, deep. Gone! Even in Puerto Rico, se llama Dan Ugla! Well, we thought the ball would be jumping tonight like it did last night. Next up, July 19th of 2010, only a few weeks after that first game, this one with the Rockies visiting the Marlins, Ubaldo Jimenez getting the start for the Rockies at the peak of his powers, and uh, surprisingly, we got another high-scoring affair with back-and-forth situation, the Marlins trailing all the way into the bottom of the ninth, and then the most unlikely of heroes, Donnie Murphy, hits a home run, a walk-off, to give the Marlins a 9-8 to win. Listen. Murphy drives it right field, hits it deep, Gonzalez back, and it's gone! An unlikely source! And the Marlins walk off with an incredible win! Donnie Murphy! My goodness! And to top it all off, an opposite field shot from Donnie Murphy. Our South Florida Ford spotlight of the game. You write a script like this and it's rejected. On September 1st of that same season in 2010, the Marlins host the rebuilding Nationals and they get off to a huge lead. The game is not in doubt whatsoever as Marlins pile up double-digit runs in the first few innings of the game. Uh, Chris Volstad on the mound having a decent start, but some drama heading into this game, and some drama in the early innings between the Marlins and outfielder Niger Morgan gets hit by pitch uh, his second or third time up in the game, and then the time after that, after getting hit by the pitch the previous time, Volstad throws at him again, throws a pitch behind him, and that incites a crazy brawl starring Volstead, Morgan, and Gabby Sanchez hammering Morgan with an excellent clothesline. And Volstead throws behind him. He's charging the mound. Morgan's coming after him, and the Marlins are pummeling him. Oh, goodness. Morgan at the bottom of the pile. Both benches empty. 
Niger Morgan went after Chris Volstead. I think Gabby Sanchez got a big piece of him. Gabby got a good piece of him. He went after Chris Volstead. Volstead stood his ground. And the rest of the Washington Nationals can thank Niger Morgan for everything that just happened. He's their teammate. Fast forward to 2012, the opening of new Marlins Park. It's May 13th, Mother's Day. And the Marlins off to a decent start to the season. They're hosting the Mets. Carlos Zambrano gives them a very good start. People forget how good Zambrano was early in that season. Uh, but the Mets rally back later into the game. Uh, they take a lead heading into the ninth. The Marlins tied up, though, and make it 4-4, four to four, load the bases with Giancarlo Stanton coming to the plate. And he makes it a very happy Mother's Day indeed with his walk-off Grand Slam. 8-4, to four, Marlins, the final score. Stand against Acosta. Bags loaded, two outs, tie game, ninth inning. Drive the left and deep. Get out of here. Grand Slam. Ball game. Walk-off. Happy Mother's Day. Over the next couple years, right-hander Jose Fernandez emerges as the face of the franchise, wins Rookie of the Year in 2013, looks dynamic to start 2014, and then tears his elbow, misses over a full year of action, and returns triumphantly from Tommy John surgery on July 2nd, 2015, hosting the San Francisco Giants. Not his best start, a guy that was the most dominant we've ever seen pitching in front of the Marlins Park crowd. But the team is trailing, heading into the middle innings. And uh, Fernandez takes an opportunity to bat for himself. This entire sequence is absolutely amazing. So it's a little long, but bear with me as you can hear all the great observations from Rich Waltz and Tommy Hudden leading up to Fernandez's time at bat and then reacting to his no-doubt home run that really electrified the whole building and ignited a rally in that inning as the Marlins go on to defeat the Giants in Jose's return. We saw this last year so many times. He didn't even look at Dan Jennings. Okay, get the rag wipe off the face. Let me have my helmet and my bat. I want to get in the on-deck circle before they have time to talk things over. You can see DJ talking to Chuck Hernandez in the background. And Fernandez will lead off against Kane and throws a fastball for a strike. So it's Fernandez, D. Gordon, Christian Yelich. 3-1 San Francisco, bottom five. Matt Cain, 62 pitches into this ball game. Fernandez family, Bucks Kane, mother in the middle there. Cain was certainly helped with that big double play last inning. Fernandez, left field, that's deep, that is gone! You gotta be kidding me! Welcome back! Jose Fernandez, a solo shot. You bet he wanted to hit. Oh, yeah. You've got to be kidding me. Let the games begin. Unbelievable.
second career home run for Jose Fernandez. Well, as he said before the ball game, he told me in the minor league rehabs, I've been swinging it better than I've been throwing it. <laughs> he couldn't wait to talk hitting. <laughs> Gordon fouls it back to the screen. So it's 3-2. Our Warren Henry driving the game. And I think even Brian McCann would approve of the home run truck. <laughs> Board to right. Deep. And gone. Upper tank. Three run shot. And the Marlins blast their way to the lead. First it's Fernandez. Next it's Bohr. Staying hot. Justin Bohr. He's homered in three consecutive games. there to the big guy he has some big time power august 7th 2016 the marlins did not shy away from the fact that a big incentive for them to sign free agent ichiro suzuki future hall of famer was for him to get his 3000th major league career hit in their uniform deep into his second season with the team he gets a rare start for them on the road against the rockies Marlins take a big early lead in the game. The Rockies battle back. Ichiro's first three times up in the game gets out three separate times, but finally he really gets into one, pulling it down the right field line, right off the wall for a triple, reaching 3,000 hits with style in an eventual Marlins road win. Listen up. The 2 0. Ichiro to right and deep. Back goes Para to the wall, and it's off the wall. 3,000 is in right field, and Ichiro is racing for third, and he's done it. He's climbed the mountain, a triple. And he has arrived at 3,000. September 26th, 2016. The Marlins, all of South Florida, the international baseball community is still reeling from the tragic death of Jose Fernandez the previous day in a boating accident. The Marlins are hosting the Mets. Every single player on the roster is wearing number 16 and Fernandez on the back of their uniform. They take the field in an emotional tribute to Fernandez and facing off against Bartolo Colon. D. Gordon is the leadoff hitter in the bottom of the first inning, someone who is especially close to Jose. The very first swing he takes is a no-doubt home run into the upper deck in right field, tears streaming down his face as he rounds the bases in perhaps the defining moment of recent years. Gordon to right. It's deep.
Eight months later, June 3rd, 2017, Edinson Volquez gets the start at home against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Very first batter of the game, he gets into a collision at first base, injures his ankle, doesn't even know if he'll be able to continue in the game, and he ends up having a special, special performance. No hitter, the most recent one in Marlins history, even gets a hit for himself. Final score, Marlins 3, D-back 0, and after the game, Volquez dedicates it to the late great Jose Fernandez, as well as his former teammate, Jordano Ventura. You like those challenges? Yeah, you know, I like, I like to compete. I'm a very competitive, and uh, every time I go, every fifth day, I jump in the mile. You know, I just want to compete with a guy for the other side. And uh, it's great, man. It's a great feeling. You know, um, I dedicate this game to uh, uh, Jose Fernandez and, uh, and Jordano Ventura. Ventura's a birthday today, and uh, it was a, it's good for them. You know, they, they're watching right now what happened today, and uh, they, they, they might feel really happy right now. Did you think of them during the game? Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, you know, Jose Fernandez pitched a couple of years in here, and um, I played with Ventura in Kansas City. He's one of he was one of my best friends. He passed away last year, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's uh, in the right place right now and enjoy this, this moment right now. August 27th, 2017. This is the absolute peak of the quote-unquote old core that the Marlins had hosting the San Diego Padres. The Marlins, with that fearsome heart of the lineup, getting enough help from the rest of their supporting cast as well, and the hero in this one, Giancarlo Stanton, breaking up a 2-2 tie in the later innings with his 50th home run of the season en route to winning the National League MVP. Final score was 6-2 Marlins. Stanton now with a runner at first. Stanton drives it, center field deep. Back goes Caesar. March 30th, 2018, it's a new era for Marlins baseball. The team has been sold, the old core has been dismantled, and on this night they pick up their very first win of the Derek Jeter era, but it took everything they had to get it done. A great defensive play in the top of the 15th inning to preserve a 1-1 tie, and then a walk-off in the bottom of the 17th. Listen up. Marlon Garcia still going strong. Five innings to this point. Caratini the runner on at third. Rizzo the runner at second. And Contreras is at first. The Cubs with runners in scoring position. Two for 18 in the series. Hot shot to first. Dietrich tags first base and then throws home the double play. Dietrich sprawling to his left. Fielded that ball right at the first base bag. Touched the base. Fire to Wallach, who applied the tag on Caratini. How about that? A 3-2 double play. The Marlins escape. Bottom of the 17th inning. Two on and two out. And it's our first look and the Cubs' first regular season look at Brandon Morrow. And Rojas into center field. A base hit. They'll wave Anderson around. Here comes the throw. He scores and the Marlins pick up the victory in 17. Miguel Rojas, the hero tonight. 
and the most recent of our Games of the Decade from August 10th, 2019, the University of Miami Night comeback. Great rally in the bottom of the ninth just to tie it up with the Phillies. And then in extra innings, it's the respected vet, Martin Prado, with a walk-off, sacrifice fly to finish the job. Thank you for reminiscing on those Marlins moments with me. As a reminder, this is all part of an article series that we have up on fishstripes.com. Games of the Decade. They even have their own special section on the site, fishstripes.com slash games of the decade, with little dashes in between each of the words in the link, if you know what I mean. So be sure to go there if you want to rewatch these games in their entirety. The full broadcast, full local broadcasts of these great games that came in the middle of unsuccessful seasons, but it's about these little moments that uplift us, inspire us, give us individual heroes to root for, and should this 2020 season get underway, you have a whole new set of drama, uh, all these new storylines, regardless of what the overall goal is for the team itself, we find these individual moments that endure for um, sometimes for a lifetime. Sometimes these kind of moments really stick with us. Be sure to stay healthy wherever you are and be sure to join us again on the podcast. We have more stuff coming up in the near future, more interviews, more discussions in the lead up, hopefully, to what will be the resumption of baseball as we know it. This has been Eli Sussman. Go Fish!